Hello. Uh, have you got questions that you'd like to ask God? I know I have. So maybe you'd like to just stop the video for a minute, get a piece of paper and write down the questions you have for God. Well, the thing is, God has questions for us as well. A lot of questions. And it's very interesting that after the fall in Genesis 3, uh, God, the first thing that God has to say to the humans who've fallen and disobeyed him are questions. Four questions come, uh, one right after the other. Where are you? Who told you? Have you eaten? What have you done? He asks four questions, one right after the other. And the first one, where are you? And maybe that's a question that is worth thinking about. And maybe writing down, stopping and writing down again. Where are you? Where are you emotionally? Where are you in your family life, in your work life, in your spiritual life? Where are you? Is it where you want to be? And I think that the reason that God asks us questions isn't because he doesn't know the answer. It's because he wants to have a relationship with us. He wants to talk with us about questions like, where are we? And he wants us to ask him questions. You know, when you play hide and seek with a small child, uh, you know full well where they are. But you still play the game. Why? Because it's it's having fun with the child. It's having a relationship with them. You know where they are, but you pretend you don't. And then you look for them. And I think it's the sort of thing that God does with us. He He knows all about us. He knows us better than we know ourselves. But he really, really wants to interact with us. So he asks us questions. And this first question that he asks is, where are you? And I think that wherever we are, God is searching for us. You know, in the parables of the lost sheep and the lost coin, neither the coin nor the sheep could do anything about looking for the shepherd or the woman themselves. But the woman went looking for the coin. The shepherd went looking for the sheep. And even if we're not putting in the effort to, to relate to God, to look to God, he keeps on putting in the effort. He knows when we're lost and he doesn't give up. He keeps on asking us, where are you? Where are you? because he wants us to turn to him and say, Father, here I am, I'm lost. I don't know what to do next or whatever your situation is. He just wants us to talk to him and tell him where we are. So it's really an encouragement for you to know that God is looking for you. God is asking where you are and maybe to take a bit of time now and just talk to him and just tell him where you are. So talking some more about questions in the Bible, uh, I think it's interesting 
if you read through the Gospels, uh, noticing the questions, uh, Jesus gets asked about 150 questions and answers about four of them. But it's also interesting to look at the questions he asks. In fact, in the Gospel of John, the first thing that Jesus is recorded as saying is a question. Uh, John the Baptist's disciples start following him and he turns around and asks them, what do you want? And uh, that's a question that Jesus asks us, I think, every day. He asks us, what do you want? And maybe it's a time to stop the video again and get a piece of paper and write down, what, what do you want? What do you actually want? And And then ask God for it. But I think sometimes we we don't actually know what we want. And when we stop and think about it, it becomes a lot clearer. So it's a really good exercise to answer this question that Jesus asks us, what do you want? And then uh, at the very end of the gospel, after, uh, after the resurrection, uh, Mary Magdalene uh, is at the tomb and Jesus appears to her. And what's the first thing Jesus says to her? It's a question. Dear woman, why are you crying? And uh, when's the last time you cried? Uh, maybe time to stop again and write down the answer to that. When's the last time you cried and what was it about? Why, why are you crying? When we cry, Jesus asks us that. Why are you crying? And again, it's not uh, I think it's really interesting because obviously Jesus knew why she was crying, you know, and he had told his disciples, including Mary Magdalene, uh, that he was going to rise from the dead. So he could have said, oh, you stupid woman, why are you crying? You don't need to cry. I'm risen from the dead. Can't you see? But he doesn't do that. He he asks her, why are you crying? And I think that's that's. He, it was an opportunity for her to share her heart with Jesus. That's what he wanted. He wanted to listen. He wasn't judging. He accepted her tears. And uh, I think that's what we need to do with other people who are crying as well. Just ask them why they're crying and be ready to give them time and listen. And that's what Jesus does for us when we're crying. He took her tears seriously. He didn't mock them or denigrate them. Uh, tears are what show that our hearts are soft. And I think if we can hear the news these days and not cry, we need to ask Jesus to make our hearts soft and to make us more able to cry. And then the next question he asked her, who are you looking for? And uh, again, obvious answer, who she was looking for. Uh, who she really wanted to see, that was Jesus. But maybe we just need to remember, who are we looking for? And if we're looking for anyone but Jesus, in the end, it won't satisfy. So... Jesus asks us, who are you looking for? And basically, as a as a sort of exercise, when you're reading the Bible, notice the questions 
that God asks us so many. Uh, you know, like in, in Exodus, God asked Moses, what do you have in your hand? He asked Elijah at the, at the mountain, what are you doing here? It's very interesting to read the Bible and notice the questions. So basically, it's about questions. It's that Jesus, God, wants to have a relationship with us. He wants us to chat with him, to tell him who we're looking for, why we're crying, what we want. So I encourage you to go and talk to him about the answer to these questions.